The government has announced new immigration rules that prevent some overseas students bringing dependents to the UK. It will mean foreign postgraduate students can no longer bring family members with them unless they're studying on specific research programs. The announcement's been made two days before official statistics are expected to show net legal migration has hit a record 700,000 this year. Our home editor, Mark Eason, reports. Lights, a front room in the West Midlands, camera, a YouTuber helping Nigerians come to Britain, and action. Hi guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. It's your boy E to the M. Among MD's hundreds of videos are guides on how to get a student visa to come to the UK. Because there's new information regarding the student route to the UK. Last year, a fifth of international student visas were issued to Nigerians, 120,000 people in total, half of them students, half their dependents. But MD believes many are actually coming not for a new qualification, so much as a new life. So the student thing is not really, it's not like they need the degrees. They need the degree as an access route to come into the country. So a lot of these people get their priorities shifted real fast. So it's really about getting into the UK. Exactly. And it's then not about the education. Job, it's not really about the education. Nigerians have a word for what's going on here. Japa, escape, doing whatever it takes to leave Nigeria and start a new life somewhere more prosperous. And Japa may explain why the Shropshire town of Telford, with its University of Wolverhampton student campus, now has more than 300 Nigerian residents. Among those is Rotomi, who's paying £15,000 for a master's engineering course in Telford. He is frank about his hope that being in Britain as a student will make it easier for him to stay and work. Did you come because you wanted to... Look, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Everybody dragging this man, y'all a bunch of hypocrites. Because I don't know about y'all, but from what I've seen about Nigeria and Nigerians, nobody, literally nobody disrespects Nigerians more than Nigerians, okay? This man is basically sharing how most Nigerians feel about other Nigerians. But I feel like the hypocrisy is coming from the fact that you all feel like you have a common enemy, you know, somebody who is worse than you. So you feel like it's an opportunity for you to shine, you know, make somebody feel like they are more miserable than you. But in reality, all of y'all, all of y'all feel the exact same way about Nigeria and Nigerians. I'm just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? But this guy, I guess he's a perfect scapegoat for your your bullying, your internet um, bullying and internet, uh, I don't know, heroism bullshit so y'all can feel less miserable about how y'all feel about y'all's miserable lives and how y'all feel about Nigeria. But I'm going to keep it real. You know, I've been dragged online. This is probably not going to be the, the last time I've been dragged online, but I'm going to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Nobody disrespect Nigerians more than Nigerians. Uh, and, and also... The average Nigerian, I've said it before, the average Nigerian doesn't care about Nigeria. The average Nigerian has given up on Nigeria. This is why Jabba, like he was talking about, you know, is is the order of the day in Nigeria. The average Nigerian is looking to run away from Nigeria. It is what the fuck it is. And until we start keeping it real, talking about looking in the mirror and talking about how and, and admitting how we are the problem as opposed to deflecting and try to make it seem like it's the government's fault. Not a damn thing is going to change in Nigeria. And this man just happens to be the one with the balls to talk about 
the things that we know, but we don't talk about. I mean, I'm not I'm not condoning the way he did it. Of course not. You know what I'm saying? But but to to be bullying him for the past few days as though he is the problem. Y'all a bunch of hypocrites and y'all ain't shit. Good morning, everybody. This is not a standard video or the regular kind of video that I would do. I am doing this without any script or um, anybody telling me what to say and how to say it. I'm doing this from the reflections and the truthfulness of my heart. That if you have seen the interview slash news feature, please, I am sorry for any inconvenience that this may have cost you. I am sorry for any inconvenience this may have cost you. If I'm being honest, I think this guy is only apologizing because his internet uh, reputation is at stake. I don't think the, the apology is sincere because honestly, this is just me being honest. I don't think there's anything for him to apologize for because, again, he's not lying. He's keeping it real. This is the order of the day in Nigeria. Most Nigerians know this. This is common knowledge in Nigeria. It's just unfortunately, like I've mentioned in so many episodes on my podcast, we don't talk about these things because we don't we don't want to expose ourselves. But the reality is knowing what you know and not confronting those things as pragmatically as possible is not the solution that we need. We need to talk about these things, the issues within Nigeria and how the average Nigerian is a contributor to the problems in Nigeria. Only after we admit these things and face them head on, as opposed to deflecting and pretending and sweeping things under the, the carpet, only then can we start actually mitigating some of these things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Again, I'm not condoning how he did it. You know, he could have done it in a better way. But I'm just talking about the fact that we are dragging him. I would actually not we, Chad, because I'm not part of that party. You know what I'm saying? The fact that, Af that the Af Nigerians home and abroad are dragging this man. Yeah, a bunch of clowns. A bunch of clowns and a bunch of hypocrites. Yes, and you know it. You damn sure know it. You know, again, if he did something wrong, like if he did something objectively wrong, then I could see him apologizing and his apology would make sense. But again, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything objectively wrong. He's only apologizing because of his reputation and the fact that he's going viral for the wrong reasons. Outside of that, which I, I guess I, I understand, you know, he has to feed himself one, one way or the other. Outside of that, I don't think y'all deserve any apologies from him because, again, he said what he said and he's not lying. Lastly, I will say this. Um, I, uh, of course, I live in America and my situation is a bit different, but I have been hearing about this whole mass immigration thing to the UK from Nigeria, not just Nigeria, from other parts of the world, but specifically from Nigeria. This has been happening for a couple of years now. And I have heard about a lot of people who have migrated with their families to the UK. This is what I will say. Whoever enacted this law in the UK, they knew exactly what they were doing, 100%. Um, I feel like this is an opportunity for the UK to not just make money off of immigration, but also brain drain. I think that's what it's called. You know, it's an opportunity, a perfect opportunity for uh, the UK to milk talents from 
Nigeria and all throughout the, the world, you know, by offering them, quote unquote, greener pastures, because this is a much deeper topic. A lot of people are not really ready for it. A lot of the UK people may not necessarily, people who are British citizens, for example, may not necessarily have the work ethics that, for example, Nigerians or other immigrants from other parts of the world may have. And the UK knows that. So whoever enacted this law, it's an opportunity for them to bring people a lot more workers. Because when you think about it, if a man or a woman is getting a, a visa to the UK to go to school, first of all, they're paying international fees. And here in America, for example, international fees could be three to four times more than the actual American citizen is paying. You know what I'm saying? So not only are they paying out of pocket, which is contributing to the UK economy, they also have to work. They have to work. They have to pay taxes. They have to pay bills. They have to, you know, they need some type of sustainability to be able to be in the UK. And that also includes their spouse. So the more uh, work that whoever is getting the visa, you know, the student is working and also their spouse is working. That's also more opportunity for the UK to make money off of taxes for them. And now they have family to feed. So the, the whole thing is, in my opinion, has been thoughtfully planned by whoever enacted that law. Now, this whole thing about banning, you know, people from Nigeria uh, from entering the UK seems more like um, like a political thing. Like maybe, I don't know what they're called. I'm not a political type of person. I don't really, that's not really my thing. But, you know, the far left people or the far right people, whoever it is, you know, people who are trying to shake up the government, you know what I'm saying? I feel like this is like a perfect opportunity for them to make some type of political statement. And I think that's why they're hopping on it. So it sounds personal. It's personal for whoever is doing that interview and whoever is leading that movement is very personal. But I'm going to keep it real. I feel like whoever in the UK who enacted that law or whatever body of government people or political people who enacted that law to allow not just students but their family members to migrate knew exactly what they were doing. It is a it's, it's a it's a money making scheme, it's a money making strategy and a brain drain strategy to milk talents from desperate countries into the UK. Because these people, these immigrants are desperate and they have uh, a great deal of work ethics and and, and um uh, what's the word? Zeal. I think the word is zeal to work and contribute to the UK economy. So it's very perfectly, thoroughly planned. I, I do not believe that this is some type of uh, naivety from the UK government. That is not making any sense. The UK is a very powerful country. You know what I'm saying? One of the most powerful countries in the world. And I highly doubt that they would make something, that, you know, that they would make some type of mistake, you know, immigration mistake, quote unquote, like that so carelessly. But then again, like I always say, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the one who has my head screwed backwards, you know, but I also do understand that I have a lot of unorthodox, unpopular opinions. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the problem, you know, so I'm very open minded to hear what people have to say. So please give me your thoughts down below. I do want to read your comments and respond to some of them. Thank you so much. And please make sure to subscribe to my channel if you enjoy my content. Until next episode.